0: here we go, here we go,
1: here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy, Hotbodied also awesome, pow, pow, pow! I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, say what? Welcome along to History Box, it is part two of the John Darwin Canoe fiasco. Um, We didn't get all that far into it, sadly, last time round, but we'll continue on. We're working our way through the Wikipedia page. If you don't know anything about this, it's John Darwin, the man who faked his death in a canoe accident, and then uh, reappeared five years later. Um, It was to collect life insurance of £250,000 and also allowed him and his wife Anne to pay off their £130,000 mortgage. Uh, In 2007, December, it was revealed the couple had been photographed together in Panama a year earlier. (laughs) Now, of course, they'd been living in Panama when this had all gone. They'd been living in Hartlepool. (laughs) And they turned up in, in Panama. Uh, and it said Anne confessed to knowing Darwin was alive and that he had been secretly living in their house and the house next door which allowed him to get that insurance money illegally for his own personal gain and seven months later July 2008 John and Anne Darwin were each sentenced to more than six years in prison that seems a bit vague I sentenced you to more than six years in prison
0: but can I just say something here about about because a lot of people judged him. Mainly, they mm. judged him about the, the judge
1: judged him. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mainly, the people judged him about like the tabloids and that. They thought, "Ah, how can we condemn him?" Right? Wow, mm. we well, got a standing judgment, scum. That's what they they love to treat people with well, that's what they
1: Do isn't it? Yeah.
0: And they so their angle was well, they told their children he was dead, and that was very distressing for them. But if we look at the insurance industry here, right? The crime <clears> is this: this man has paid into an insurance policy, right? Mm-hmm. Every month for God mm-hmm. knows how many years, right? He wants the money back. No. And what the, yeah. What they're saying is, you can only have this money if you die.
1: Yeah.
0: And he's like,
1: "That's a life insurance policy." Yeah, I, I know it. it was. I
0: know it is. Yeah, but but what I'm saying <laughs> what's is, what's your angle here? I'm trying to say that we. this is just one of the many things in society that we are just used to and don't question. But if we examine it up close, what we're saying is, right. he's paid the money in,
1: he yeah, wants it money. back, yeah. and they're yeah.
0: saying, if you try and get this back, but you don't die first, right, yeah. then we are going to send you to fucking jail.
1: Yeah. It's not his money, though. He has to die for it to come back. I know, but so it should be to dependent on a
0: human's death.
1: Well, nah. life insurance is—that's
0: how it works. I uh, know, but it should. Like, I just think <clears throat> he shouldn't have gone to prison for just wanting a bit of money and pretending to be dead. <laughs>
1: that's... The, I, I see where you're coming from because the life that he was living, mm. apart from the Panama bit, when he was living cooped up in this house in Hartlepool, pretending to be all dead, mm. was practically worse than that death if it, it was defended a living himself living
0: court, it? which he should have done he should have said <clears throat> that to the judge he should have said listen yeah. I tell you I know you're all saying that I should have been dead you all want me to have been dead yeah that's what I can't I'm not quite putting a, I'm not quite phrasing it properly but what I'm saying is people were condemning him mm. for not being dead and I for being alive I think that's awful
1: there's, there's something there. Yeah, I kind of. Do you know what understand? I mean, It's like, you why yeah. aren't
0: you, done? John Darwin? <coughs> you, you stand you, accused yeah. of not being dead. How of being do you alive? plead? How do you plead? Yeah, I plead guilty, and happily so, because life yeah. is there to be celebrated and enjoyed.
1: Mm-hmm. You're like disgusting, corrupt,
0: evil man walking around. Breathing breathing mm. yep. your <laughs> precious oxygen into your bloodstream, <laughs> your heart beating, your mind
1: alive. You're registered dead and you should be dead. Sentence him to death.
0: Tell yourself Well let you up you don't have to go to prison if you agree to kill yourself.
1: Fucking hell. Right now. Yeah.
0: You know, death should not be rewarded, Andy.
1: Hmm no you lost me there death should not be rewarded
0: Should not. you should not reward death you should not incentivise well, death
1: yeah it's a test though isn't it it's, pre- it's who's prepared to die for the, I, for the life tell you insurance what, I've
0: got life insurance have you got life insurance
1: yeah
0: yeah so what? I'll tell you what insurance policy I'd like is if it goes you can have this money right <laughs> mm. and get it right as well if you or I get hit by a bus tomorrow Don't Mm. think that that fucking life insurance policy that we've been paying into all this time is going to go, yeah, no problem, to to your wife and kids or to Mm. your uh, kids because I don't think your ex-wife will be covered by it. I'm not sure, but let's not go into that.
1: I don't think she would be.
0: Right, but whoever it is that you've got it for, right, they're not going to go, yeah, no problem. What's that? Oh, Mm. he's been hit by a bus. Okay. Can you just get the mm. police to write a letter confirming that? Right, okay, the money's in your bank tomorrow. You will be jumping through hoops for fucking yeah. ever trying to get that yeah. money out of the cunts. Do you know can what I mean? Can we
1: prove it was an accident? Can we prove he didn't step in front of the All bus of deliberately? All of that shit.
0: They'll send the, they'll send yeah. the old loss adjuster around to examine your corpse. It'll be awful, right? What yeah. I would like is a is a is a policy that says you can have this money if you either die or if you choose to live a bizarre life that is as close to being dead as Mm. humanly possible while still alive, right? (laughs) And then then you go, yeah, all right, and then the small print outlines what that life might look (laughs) like. And so one day you just think, actually, fuck this, I can't be bothered working and all that anymore. I think I'll just cash in, get my life insurance. I I just have to live in a tiny box that's hidden inside a wardrobe.
1: I will opt for the bizarre life instead.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'll just like spend the next however many years I've got alive pissing into a carrier bag in a cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. And a and price well you, worth paying.
1: That was it. He'd timber himself. He'd go to court and defend himself and he'd, he'd show the jury and the judge a drawing of his quarters where he'd had yeah. to live with a little <laughs> fucking corner where he pissed into the carrier bag and it was eight foot by six foot the bed was just a sleeping bag or a mattress lying on the floor in the corner. This is the bizarre life that I chose. Surely you cannot convict me.
0: Did my insurance policy not have a bizarre life clause? Bizarre clause. (laughs) In this case, no. I believe Norwich Union do offer those clauses, but you were not covered by them. You were covered by Scottish widows.
1: The question you must ask yourself, members of the jury, is not, was this a bizarre life, but... Was it bizarre enough? (laughs) We see, we see, don't we, in the drawing that Mr. Darwin had an iPad. Would you regard that with access to all of the joys of the internet and the iPlayer? Would you regard that as a bizarre life? I say not.
0: (laughs) Think of all the classic BBC sitcoms available on the iPlayer. Yes,
1: yes. Yes, his quarters were small, eight foot by six foot, but he had time on his hands—time to binge on box sets. <laughs> would you regard that as a bizarre life, or would you regard that as a luxurious life—a life without to watch work the or toil? With Danny Dyer, file <laughs> the One Show, and all twenty-six series of Last of the Summer Wine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: I, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead to conclusions, but I instinctively respect John Darwin for doing this.
1: There's some because of that, isn't it? Can, you can't system, completely condemn
0: him. Yeah. The older I get, the more I genuinely and sincerely think the whole system <clears throat> that we are forced to live within is corrupt and rigged and just is yeah. inhumane. It doesn't make any sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't make That's any sense. It. And actually you know, the longer it goes on, the post-COVID post, post COVID has sort of highlighted this because, you know, the wheels of industry continued to turn. Money mm. was earned, taxes were paid, things were spent, right, without everyone going on, you know, engaging in this slavish grind, you know, yeah. and, and what you, now I hear people, people with proper jobs, I say to them, you've got to go back into jobs and they go, well, we've got to go in two days a week, right? And mm. I think, so, that is an acknowledgement from your employers that it is perfectly possible for three days a week to do the job to a sufficient standard from home.
1: Yeah. So yeah. why do
0: they need two days? Because it's about control.
1: Of course it is. It's coercive control. It is, we, we, control. We, it is we bizarre. Had, we had a well, No, we had a glimpse of the bizarre life, which is the work, or what we regarded as the bizarre life, which is working from home. Yeah, that would have been regarded as bizarre, bizarre two years yeah. ago. But now,
0: bizarre life is the good life.
1: It's the good life. John Darwin had the good bizarre life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. Little, I mean, to be fair, his was hutch.
0: particularly bizarre because of the tiny box that he lived in <laughs> and the pissing in a carrier bag. But it, the principle bizarre, of subjective. what he was attempting was totally legitimate. And mm-hmm. it's a, and you know, everyone should be living like John Darwin, and I, I hope that one day we will be. <laughs>
1: Uh, exactly, there's that thing where you just can't condemn him. The story's that fantastical that you can't condemn yeah, him for what Yeah, and the balls on did. him.
0: Most people just sit around yeah. moaning, don't they? But he's like, you know what, fuck this. I'm faking my own death in yeah. a canoe accident. Fuck it. And what then have I got I'm to And then I'm fucking lose? off to
1: Panama for a bit, and then I'm going to come back and live in, in the fucking the house yeah. next door. Very much like the Buster
0: Edwards situation, of course. If you watch Buster starring Phil Collins, he went on the run. And then in the end, he couldn't. He just was too much in love with Julie Walters, his wife. And yeah. he he could have probably evaded capture for many years, but he decided to <clears throat> go back. And and Bruce Reynolds, my mate, mm-hmm. he, uh, no longer with us, unfortunately. But he he basically was in a similar situation. He, he'd been on the run for years, and he could have probably remained free and living in the sunshine in South America or whatever. But he he wanted to come back. It's something well, that drew him home.
1: It was like Ronnie Biggs when Ronnie Biggs was on the run all them years living in Brazil with no extradition yeah. treaty and he was he was almost a tabloid hero, wasn't he? He wasn't he was, regarded yeah. as a villain. Mm. Or was he? I can't really remember.
0: Well he, the sun used to feature him quite <clears throat> a lot. They used like, to glorify like with his thumbs him, up they? and all that. Yeah. yeah. Wee, yeah. Send,
1: if, if it was a slow week they'd send a fucking photographer over to Rio de Janeiro and get a photograph of Ronnie Biggs sitting outside at a bar. Like you say, with his thumbs up.
0: But Biggs, Ronnie Biggs was one of the great train robbers as well, but he actually yeah. didn't, he actually, I think, did get caught, but then he escaped, didn't he? I think he I think escaped so. from prison yeah. and then went, yeah. uh, then legged it. Whereas Which Bruce, in Bruce is Reynolds, ex- excellent. Bruce Reynolds managed to basically stay on the run for quite a long time.
1: It, it, it's hard to judge and condemn anybody that escapes from prison, for it example. It really
0: is, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> escaping from prison is just the best isn't it it's the best thing I think, a person I think, can do
1: I think if you manage to escape from prison you should then be let off
0: <laughs> definitely yeah definitely you know, yeah.
1: it's like I don't know it's like the crystal maze or something yeah, you, it's like, you've fair beaten enough. the game you're free here's so, your prize uh, well done yeah
0: your prize is freedom you did
1: what you dug, you dug a hole over seven years with a, with a teaspoon and then you nicked off out in the middle of the night yeah fair enough
0: fair enough mate good luck to you yeah
1: Tell and you what, on top, of on, that, beach, on top of that, you can have your next crime for free. One crime <laughs> will turn a blind but it eye. it can
0: only be up to and including the severity of the original crime you were jailed yes. for.
1: Yes, yeah, you, you can't, can't go, escalate. You can't,
0: get, you can't get imprisoned for, like, an insurance scam, then tunnel out and kill someone. That's not the way yeah. it
1: works. No. Good. Yeah, that's... Um, that's something that will happen when we eventually run the country. Jalapeño. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig.
0: That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at
1: mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. So yeah, John and Anne Darwin were sentenced to more than six years in prison. And then we get to the background section. Uh, John Darwin was born in 1950 in Hartlepool. He attended St Francis RC Grammar School and De La Sa- De La Salle College in De La Salford. Sol college. De La Salle I College. Didn't
0: Salle yeah. o- open their own college in
1: Salford? <laughs> they did. Yeah, back in the 60s. Mm. Um, and he studied biology and chemistry. And in 1973, he married Anne Stevenson in Blackhall, which is near Hartlepool. So he's, he's grown up in Hartlepool, then gone to college in Salford. For some reason. And then gravitated back to Blackhall. Uh, he then taught science and mathematics at, um, in Derwent side before leaving to join Barclays.
0: <laughs> Seems like right he was quite, quite clever because he went to grammar school, then Delasol College, yeah. which yeah. I don't know exactly what went on there. But if he went all the way to Lancashire to study, I reckon it was a bit special. And then mm. And then he, yeah, taught... and and then got a job at Barclays. I mean, he was no mug.
1: Yeah, but then he left Barclays and became a prison officer.
0: Now, that's a bit I don't understand.
1: Well, why did he leave Barclays? Why did he leave the teaching profession and why did he leave Barclays? We don't know. We don't know. It seems to be a weird career path. And especially, like you say, ended up as a prison officer. Um, But maybe he was... Uh, drawn to the mind of the criminal, the deviant. Maybe he wanted to study them at close quarters. Maybe this was brewing for decades before he did it. Yeah. You know, the big job, the insurance job. He studied maths, which is numbers, right? Yeah. He taught maths. He's worked at Barclays, which is money. Yeah. He's been a prison officer, which is recidivists. Mm. And all of those have combined for his grand scheme. Yeah, it was done all building down up the line. One thing. Maybe it was all research, yeah. And um, <clears throat> him and his wife, who was a doctor's receptionist. So again, there, you've got a link to um, the medical profession and Harold Shipman and crime. Yeah. Um, very tenuous, but it's, it's there. Uh, they also ran a business renting bedsits in County Durham with 12 houses. Um, so... He's got a bit that's of a property empire. I
0: mean, two—that's making two hundred fifty grand seem even smaller. Because if you've yeah. got those that much, that that much property, I mean, why you would be looking for a fast payout on two hundred fifty grand life insurance policy? Mm-hmm. Don't know. Weigh it up, mate. With all that property on the go, I don't know. You mm. never know what's going on behind closed doors. A lot of people are gamblers. You know, I don't know whether that well, was a situation.
1: Yeah, a lot of people don't know when enough's enough, do they? They get dizzy once success when the fun
0: stops they don't stop. Yeah. Don't they know the or rules? Like, or
1: like or like us continually adding new tiers yeah. to the IFS and continually putting out more and more episodes until more eventually until eventually we're, there, we're,
0: there'll be like 12 bits of content every day.
1: Yeah. 5 hours a day <laughs> for 13 pounds
0: 99. The clock, 24/7 365 <laughs> days a year just We just go live. Out
1: with Bluetooth mics yeah. strapped to our heads and just fucking podcasting everything. Well, <clears throat> um, it says here they ran into debt after purchasing two houses in t- December 2000 in Seaton Carew, which is a seaside resort uh, quite near Hartlepool. Um, sounds nice, doesn't it? Seaton Carew. Yeah. I've never been... Um, and it says the debts caused Darwin to talk about faking his own death to claim the insurance by early 2002.
0: You know what I'm thinking what I'm... I'm sitting here doing the sums, and I'm increasingly thinking that I might have to fake my own death. <laughs> what do you reckon?
1: I've got the job as the prison officer. She's working in the doctor's receptionist, so only three days a week, but it brings a bit of money in. We've got all the bedsits. We've got the two houses in Seton Carew. But it's a bit much. Maybe I should fake me death.
0: I'm thinking... I, oh, might be simpler if I just get a canoe and fake me own <clears> death in it.
1: I could sell some of the houses, maybe. So maybe much, make a bit of a loss. So much admin. But, but it'll stabilise the, the the empire, as I like to call it. Or I could go out and see in the canoe and pretend I'm dead for 250 grand. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I need to know more about this. Is, is there a book? Has he written a book?
0: Or a documentary? That, that's what might. we're doing. This is a documentary. All yeah, about haven't it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I haven't got enough source material. All right. I'm looking to see if there's... No one's even written a book about this yet, by the looks God, of it. Madness. Oh, there we are. Someone's written a book called... Up. Tammy Cohen has written a book called Up the Creek Without a Paddle. Mm. And it's only available on Kindle.
0: Uh, it's not a great so, title because he was neither in a creek and he did have a paddle. So, I mean... Oh!
1: And Darwin has written a book. Oh. His wife called Out of My Depth. Of course, it's called Out, <laughs> Out of My Depth. How many stars has that got on Amazon? Four and a half. What it might be good then.
0: What sort of um, respect do you think they would have got in the prison hierarchy? Because, you know, usually... What sort of people <clears> that... The people who are the Harry Grouts, they're usually like sort of organised crime bosses, aren't they?
1: Mm, yeah.
0: And then at the bottom you got nonces, yeah? Yeah. I wonder where Death Fakers
1: come. Well, the thing is, he used to be a prison officer, so he would have oh, got it bad. Oh, yeah. Nightmare. Like when you watched that Jimmy McGovern series, Time, with yeah. Sean Bean yeah. and Stephen Graham. And it ended with Stephen Graham. Well... I don't know if you haven't seen it yet, no spoilers, mm. but there might well be a second series with a completely different focus to the first series. Yeah, oh, that'd that's be what good. I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping, anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> Seems obvious, but um, yeah, ex-prison officer. So I don't know. It'd have, it, it, work it, it would have done well.
0: hard time.
1: Um. Yeah. Uh, there's some good reviews of, of Anne's book on on Amazon. That might be worth a read. Yeah, I'm gonna read that. Not at the moment, we're busy going through the Wikipedia. I'll tell you you another
0: book that's out that I've got high hopes for for a possible future deep dive. Yeah. Glenn Hoddles. Is that a new one? Has that just come out now? It's just come out, he's been doing a lot of publicity around it. Has he? Yeah, and I'm <laughs> I'm really like I find Glenn Hoddle <laughs> a fascinating character. Plus of course there's yeah. huge overlap with Keegan and other and, amusing and, characters.
1: And, and can you do the voice? Glenn Hoddle's Eddie sort, Howe, isn't sort it? of
0: like that, isn't he? He's it's a little bit like anyhow, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean I. you know, I said that people could <clears throat> disabled people maybe paying <clears throat> for crimes they've done in a, other life that's what I said it was just I wasn't saying that as a fact I was just speculating I just,
1: I just put it out there just, as a proposition I was just
0: um, <laughs> ch- you know chewing the facts, there, spitballing there is, as our uh, American there friends is, put it
1: there is no scientific evidence either way I just put it out there as a theory and I thought I'd let the general public decide so the
0: question is who is the burden of proof who does the burden of proof sit with I would say the disabled community <laughs> Yeah, that's all I'm saying. They need to prove that they haven't sinned in a prior life, and if they provide me with that evidence, I'm perfectly happy to drop the matter
1: to retract my claims.
0: <laughs> now let's get back to talking about my back three system.
1: Let's get, let's get back to talking about the upcoming World Cup in France. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fucking hell! <laughs> Fucking hell! Glenn. Uh, Are you sure you want to say that on the record? I've said what I've said, and what happens happens. Let's crack on. <laughs> it's God's will, <laughs> but I do actually. Despite all those things he said, and you know, if we do deep dive the book, I'm sure we'll get of the story and he will mm. you know, I'm sure that I've heard him claim that it was very much twisted and misrepresented and all the rest of it. In spite of all of that, I've I have an affection for Glenn Hoddle. I've it may be because he was such a sublime footballer that yeah. you almost have a lot to like.
1: Bancroft wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, you kind
0: of have to like him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I always like it until he just seems like a, a sort of a nice kind of a bloke. I dunno, an amusing character.
1: Oh yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting to be around. Yeah. Like whenever he's commentating on, on some match or other, people always take to Twitter and do Glen Hoddle lines about what Glen Hoddle does. Oh yeah. You know, Glen Hoddle fucking I dunno refuses to park in a disabled bay, even if it's the last one in the car park or whatever. Glenn Hoddle, fucking this, Glenn Hoddle that and it's really dull. It's much more dull than actually Glenn Hoddle himself would be. Right. If you were spending time with Glenn Hoddle.
0: Right, right, right. What so they're actually trying to to make the joke that he's dull?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or Uh, that he's really straight. Glenn Hoddle,
0: that's just young people today. You know, they're just saying it because he's old. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's ageism, isn't it? And it's it's
0: awful because a few years back, Glenn Hoddle when we were kids, we would have been considered the last word in exotic footballer. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Everyone thought he we was like really. We Glenn Hoddle, didn't we? Well, he was, he was 30 years ahead of his time. <clears throat> I've, yeah. read, I've, I've heard that said before. People used to say about Martin Peters and all this shit, and I thought, what the fuck is that supposed to mean, 10 years ahead of your time? But in Glenn Hoddle's case, I, I totally understand what it means because he was playing football in the 80s and even the late 70s <clears throat> that belonged in the Premier League era with perfect pitches and continental players and yeah. tactical intelligence. He was doing all of that shit but on muddy pitches surrounded by fucking donkeys and long ball merchants.
1: Yeah. And then, he, he was an innovator as a, a manager as he well. Was, yeah. He reinvented himself as a sweeper.
0: Yeah. As a player. At Swindon.
1: At Swindon. He managed at Swindon. Um... Pioneered them, you know, went on to manage other clubs.
0: Chelsea and England. He did really well at yeah. Southampton. He yeah. he was okay at Tottenham. It was a shame what happened at Tottenham, as much as I don't like them, it was a shame because he was such he obviously such a god to Tottenham. It sort of shows the risks mm. of going back to manage the club where you're like the the number one player because it can only sour things. But um England under Glenn Hoddle were brilliant. And there are several players who'll say he was like... I mean, Ian Wright is like, yeah, he's the best manager ever. Yeah. You know, he he loved him. Absolutely loved him. And he, England were brilliant under Glenn Hoddle. If if all that nonsense hadn't had him kicked out, then we might have gone on to achieve great things. Probably not, Who knows? Though, to be fair.
1: Yeah. Um, well, we might delve into the, uh, the Hoddle autobiography then mm. at some point
0: anyway Um, back to the Darwins
1: the Darwins where are we Uh, yeah disappearance he talked about faking his death yeah disappearance this is the important bit Mm. Darwin was seen paddling out to sea in his kayak I'll tell you what we'll leave it there (laughs) that's exciting (laughs) we'll leave it there because we haven't got time to properly delve into this paragraph Um, and also, we're playing catch-up with episodes that we didn't do while we were on tour, so we're not going to do fucking long episodes. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go short rather than long. We've talked quite a much about Glenn Hoddle and the bizarre life <laughs> and, uh, and other stuff. So we'll continue this next week with part three of the John Darwin experience on History Box. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.